Hi guys, it's Emmett. So if you're like me, your Instagram search has probably been populated in the last several months by a lot of TikTok, <laughs> TikTok, a lot of TikTok videos, uh, which run the gamut from teenagers doing silly pranks on each other to uh, kids standing in front of the the phone doing these dances that I guess are designed essentially to be able to be done in front of the phone. So you're not really moving your feet at all. Um, these just started showing up on my feed a little while back and I got a little interested in trying to understand what that scene was. And in particular, this one TikToker named Charlie D'Amelio. If you don't know who she is, I think she has something like 50 million followers on TikTok. Mm, I don't know, 18 million on Instagram at this point. Uh, and to my mind, she deservedly has them because there is something different about how she does it than about virtually every single other person that I've seen do what she does, which is these dances in front of the screen. There is a confidence that she has that is um, a confidence that is not about being polished. It's not about... Uh, there, are, there are plenty of these girls who do it in a way where they're they have no expression on their face, except maybe a smile. Uh, and they just look sort of um, rigid the whole time, even while they're trying very hard not to. And there's a way in which uh, Charlie D'Amelio kind of lets it all hang out. But in a way that if you then poke a little bit deeper, you realize that it really is a, it's an art form. It's an, it's an art form, the way that she controls her face to have these sort of flashes of emotions that cross it one after the other after the other. And there is basically, it, it feels both rough and loose, but also you come to appreciate that it's, uh, extremely well done. And part of what gave me the recognition that it's extremely well done was uh, as I started s uh, looking at these TikTok videos more, Instagram algorithms started showing me more, and I started recognizing that uh, as with anything, this girl who's now 16 or 17, that I guess TikTok has been around for three or four years now, and she's been doing it since the beginning. And if you look at videos of her doing these dance moves a year or two or three ago, uh, which I haven't poked back that far, it's just that the Instagram algorithm offers them up, you see that she didn't have that confidence. She didn't have that sort of willingness to be loose and fierce. And 
and they, they're very different. And then she just did it enough, is my impression, is that she just did it enough to get really, really good at it. And, and that she's good at it for a, a, a handful of reasons. Um, enough about her. What, what all of this is, I, I've been finding myself thinking about this a lot. Because it's not, it's not about this girl. It's not, that's not what interests me. What interests me is how do you, <clears throat> how do you get good at something like that level of good? She is really good at this. How do you get good at something? And even when you're good at something, what sets you apart from other people who are also good at this thing? What sets you to that next level of being really great at something? Because I think that this is an interesting example of it, right? It's about as far away from spoon carving as you can get, and yet there are so many similarities. The the practice, the time put in, the the confidence to be a little ragged at times, the willingness to be, uh, in terms of her engagement, the willingness to uh, the willingness to do this art form in a whole bunch of different ways. You know, sometimes she's wearing makeup, but sometimes she's not. Sometimes she's wearing clothes that are uncomfortably revealing, and other times she's wearing a sweatshirt so baggy she just looks like a beanbag chair. Uh... And I think that that diversity is also compelling. And I think in, in whatever your pursuit is, I think that confidence to do your thing under a whole range of conditions and to practice and practice and practice it, uh, and, and to, to sort of, to be, to be authentically yourself, I think is, I think is, uh, well, it's probably easier for some people than for others, but I think it is the root of the power that comes with that. And when you get that sense of like, wow, this person really has it, I think it comes from that person being confident enough in themselves to let all of those parts come through. Now, it was interesting, and the reason why I'm doing it today is that Instagram, the Instagram algorithm, gave me a vlog that she did yesterday. Now, I've been doing some vlogs on my YouTube. So I, I watched this one, and I was immediately taken, it's just her going through her day, I was immediately taken at how different she is in this vlog from her videos. It's just clear, like, I can see my older daughter in her almost to a T. It's kind of shocking. Um, she's just a normal girl. She's just a normal teenage girl. 
And you could look at that and say, well, TikTok is clearly fake and, you know, that's why it's bad because she should just be a normal girl. But I don't think that that's, that certainly wasn't the takeaway for me. The takeaway for me was that it made me appreciate what she has more because it was clear that this art form that she has perfected is an art form that she's just a a pretty normal person and she has the talent to do this thing extremely well in a way that is done at that level by basically nobody else that I've seen and and yet it's clearly uh It's clearly not the entirety of who she is. And I actually really love that. And I think that it has a great reminder for all of us that when you get really good at something, it's easy for that thing to consume everything else that you do. For it to become... the thing that you're known for, for it to become the thing that you are. And it's very easy to become a cartoon of yourself, a caricature of yourself, for that to be the only lens that people see you through. And I think our humanity is preserved by learning to do something extremely well, having that be the thing, the art form that we practice, but then also just maintaining our regular normal lives. And so I don't really know where I'm going with this, except that I I just found it super interesting that this social media platform that I'm sure almost every one of you guys listening would denigrate as being silly and stupid has offered up this, to my mind, pinnacle of an art form, which the other examples of that art form as practiced by everyone else is just basically makes me uncomfortable. But as practiced by this girl who's at the very top of her game is actually quite compelling. And it has me thinking really deeply about my own practice and my own pursuit of, uh, of excellence in my field and how that pursuit of that excellence should yet always be just a part of what I do and that the whole of what I do, the whole of my humanity is always going to be more than that thing, and it's always going to be less than that thing. Because I'm not as excellent a human being as I am a spoon carver. And I don't think any of us are as good at the whole of our lives as we can become at one thing. And that's a good thing. Thanks for listening. I imagine 
I've raised many feelings for you guys. Uh, this should be an interesting conversation over on Instagram. Let's have it there. I appreciate you. Talk tomorrow.